Welcome back to the Outspoken Siblings Podcast with Monte and Tony. I am excited to be amongst the saints again on this day. How about you? And I am exhausted. That too, but you know. <laughs> still, for me, still excited nonetheless. Underneath the exhaustion, um, I am excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, been a, it's been a while. Yeah, that it, it's always exciting to, you know, be back in the meeting place with you and, you know, those good folks listening to the sound of our voices. How have you been since we last met here? But I guess also shortening that to how have you been this week? Well, in general, since last time we spoke here on the show um it's been i've been in the growing state if you will um Mm. it's it's been good it's been good it's been bad it's been life i guess Mm -hmm. it's just been happening since we last i don't even remember i think our last episode was like in may Mm -hmm. our official episode was in may um yeah so that's been a a good while just trying to navigate um staying alive that's first and foremost Um, important (laughs) but yeah it's just been you know just trying to be so as far as this week has gone um it's been somewhat stressful but not as stressful as i'm actually proud of myself for not being so stressed out about it but it is stressful nonetheless so you know i'm here how about you I have to, like, actually 100% agree with everything you just said. Because, again, like you said from our last recording um, in May, just staying alive and staying afloat, um, I think it's pretty essential for us to do this show, for us to kind of, you know, stay alive. Um, So really happy that I've done that so far successfully. It has still been pretty exhausting to do because... the stress of this year but then narrowing it down to the stress of this week I have not been handling it as um easily as you have I'm very happy to hear that you haven't been taking it full throttle because I know how you (laughs) like to be on your a-game with so much information but you've been like limiting it and for me I have not I have been oof knee deep in the shit show that is going on right now but it hasn't stressed me um probably in the ways that other things would typically stress me like um like typically it would I like literally would be head over hills and just like in the madhouse but I'm not I am indulging in the information but I'm not letting it do to me what I what I thought it would do honestly kind of letting go and let God, like, at this point, that's, that's the best I can do. Like, I, I've done what I can do, and that's just that, that's the that on that. Well, I think, you know, unless you are not, if you happen to be, uh, I guess, living in another country, or mm-hmm. you're under the rock, what we're referencing is the presidential election this week on Tuesday, and as of today, we do not have a clear winner. It's very tight in a lot of states. I think it's about three or four states that's very tight, including our home state of, in our current state, of Pennsylvania. And for me, I can't say specifically why I'm at this place where I'm kind of just like, you know what, like you said, I did my part and that's all I can do. I'm praying that it goes the way I want it to go. 
you know, fervently praying just because we just need a relief. Just we it just at the head. We just need some like just arrested like, Lord, if it's your will, just a, a break. But I think I sort of got discouraged and almost like, you know what? It kind of is what it is. Because when you look at the numbers, just in terms of the amount of votes that that man got, you know, Joe Biden is the candidate with the most amount of votes in the pop. Of course, the popular vote is what, for some reason, the stupid ass country does not count. It's all about electoral electoral college, which whatever. Another story for another time. Mm-hmm. So Joe has the most votes of any candidate ever. However, the number of people that voted for Trump is just as high. Like, I think he's going to when it's all said and done, probably get over 70 million people voted for him, which considering all we've been through this year and the past three years is an indictment, I feel, of where we are as a country. Um, and just an indictment that there are 70 plus million people that despite a shitty or lack of response to COVID, um, despite all the rhetoric, um, the, the divisiveness and everything that we've seen from him, that none of that was a deal breaker. And I think that's the, the, you know how you know something to be true, but when it's like, oh, it's true, true. I feel like we said that before when talking about these type of subjects. When mm-hmm. you get confirmation of it, it's like, oh, so like you're like, you're deep. In, right. You, you know, were seriously committed to this. Yeah. Like, am nonsense. I an idea? But now you confirm. Right. I think that's the part that kind of has me just kind of like, you know what? I, I'm seeing that. Yeah. It's so racism trumps everything in this country. And I feel I, like that's what we're seeing because no matter what, people refuse. You will pry this, you have to pry this racism out of my cold, dead hands. And even in 2020, people are cling on to it. Like, they cling on to their children. I don't know. But it, it, it's one of those type things. So that, I think that's kind of getting me through. It's like, okay, we see each other. Right. Yeah, exactly. I see you. Yeah. Bitch, just know I see you. I I have to go back um, real fast. And um, because I have this aching feeling about it, about this election this time, because I truly couldn't believe, I did not believe that he would win last time. Honestly, I felt it was a joke. I felt the mere fact that he had even won the um, in the primary to even be considered for the candidate, that was a joke to me. It truly was. So to be here, <laughs> to be here on this day, still feeling this ping in my, in my stomach, this, this pit in my stomach of like, are we still here? Have you guys learned nothing? You, you actually wholeheartedly agree with this bullshit. You actually agree with that. And like you just said, I see you. I see you. Please know that I see you. I have probably cut more people off this year than ever in my life. And I have been dubbed the block queen and I have tried to mend my ways, but this is one I will not, um, I won't, I won't shy away from because I feel like if you are on that team, then you couldn't possibly be on my team. 
there's no possible way. It's just, it doesn't work that way because we're not talking. This is, this um, is rooted deeper than politics. This is morals. This is values. This is actually the type of things that this man is running on and saying out of his actual fuck ass mouth are actual things against humanity. Like they are just completely inhumane. They are completely false. They are often 99.9% of the time against other people. Like they're not even um, in any form trying to create unity. Um, As you said, it has been very divisive, like from top to bottom, from beginning to end, this has been divisive. Everything that he has planted, every seed that he has planted has been to divide, divide, divide. And it has worked, although it was already there. He just like watered the seed and like let the flower grow. It's horrible. It's a, it's a weed. He let the weed grow. Um, it's just not something that I personally can forgive. I will not forgive because I truly believe that if you, again, if you are on that team, you are, you are clearly voting against me. You are against me and what I stand for and me as a human being. So I have nothing for you. And, um, as I have been saying to everyone as of late, I truly hope that you receive everything that you deserve. And that's that. Every fucking thing you deserve. If that be good, if that be bad, look, that's on you. I didn't tell you to make that choice. I've told you guys before, like, I don't um, sugarcoat things for my kids. I believe that they live in this world just like I do. They have to deal with shit just like I do, obviously, on a different level, but they see it. It affects them. I refuse to um, hide certain things from them because I believe that why hide it? Like it it literally affects them in ways that eventually when they become an adult, they're going to need to know why this, why that. And why not teach them now? Why not start teaching them now? They see it. They understand and they have questions. And it was my. 17 year old who brought to my attention, um, not really brought to my attention, but really um, kept hitting the nail in the coffin about how she feels morally attacked by so many Trump supporters in our area alone, just on our block alone. It is just, it's unforgivable. And I truly thought that this would be a landslide. Like, I feel like it should have been not, I didn't think it was going to be a landslide, but I felt it should have been a landslide. Like, I don't even feel like we should be so, this shouldn't even be such a close race. How is this even such a close race? What the fuck are you people listening to? What, What has he said out of his mouth that actually made you say, wow, you know what? He's a good guy. He's got my back. He speaks to what they believe. And that's why. And the fact that you believe that, the fact that people believe in the bullshit that he spews tells me that I have to keep running my race because y'all are clearly not going to let me. There is the saying that nobody got you like you got you is so true right now because some of the people that I honestly felt were allies have proved to me by just simply, it it may seem simple to you, but it's not to me. By simply voting for that man says that you and I, we can no longer be even like, we can't even be cordial. 
Because that's, that tells me what you think about me. That tells me what you think about our future. I'm not, I'm not with that. I'm not accepting that. Well, yeah. I, def- I felt that way, especially in 2016. But again, I've kind of just gotten to the mindset to where, like, fuck you. you yeah. Know? That's, that's literally my mentality. And yeah. I don't feel bad about it. I'm not going to explain it any further than that. Any further. So, yeah. I feel like it's self-explanatory. I know who you are. I know where you stand. And that's it. Like, that's fine. You know what I mean? I see who you are, and this is how you choose to leave your life. Go ahead. You know what I mean? But we, we ain't got to fuck with each other, because there's exactly. nothing for us to reconcile. There's nothing for us to understand. I'm not explaining shit to you. Um, and that's that. And that has really done well for my sanity, for my anxiety, for uh, my mental health. And you people should try it more often. A simple fuck you, fuck y'all, fuck them, fuck it. It will change your life. Love and, it. I, lo- I love it. I, I truly love it. And I truly I was, believe and I that like, fuck it I should be the name of this episode. <laughs> there there was a time when, you know, kind of like you said, you know, with your daughter. I say that as if I don't know who she is, but I'm not going to her name out there. <laughs> uh, you know, and even with you, like, I took it personal. And I had to detach myself because you don't care about me. You care about who you perceive me to be. You know what I mean? And in your life, clearly, I'm not important. Because if I was, you would say, damn, this is, you know, I'm going to be good regardless because I'm always in a, in a, at a state of, of of privilege. You know what I mean? So no matter which way the wind blows, I might get a little blowback, but I'm good. You know what I mean? I can still walk through the world being who I am. Um, so it's about more than that. Um, it's about other people because, God forbid, you're not on this planet alone. You're not in this country alone. But other people don't say it like that. And I guess when you are used to when you have that sense of privilege it's hard to see you know the houses from the woods i'm using that reference that phrase totally wrong as always <laughs> but you get what i'm saying so i ain't got to worry about nobody else because we're gonna be good regardless so fuck everybody else that's kind of their mentality so my mentality back is well fuck you you know i rather mm-hmm. have people that's gonna ride for me and that's gonna say you know in spite of me i'm gonna do this for us you know what i mean because when i go and i fucking vote i'm not just doing it for me i'm doing it for people who can't you know? I also think about the people who came before me, and I hate That's to always go into like this historic exactly. and, you know, but like in reality, I I brought up, honestly, I brought up my kids and I thought I, I misled the point, but I talk to my kids a lot about past because they are in the know for the most part about our present. And then I would like to discuss with them where they see our future because they are our future and they get to um, help set the tone for our future. And I feel like it's very important for them to know where they came from and how we got to where we are so that they can decide where we're going. You know what I mean? Because it never crossed my mind not to vote. It never crossed my mind not to, um, share that experience with my kids. It never crossed my mind, um, who I was voting for. It, y'all can campaign and campaign until you blue in the face. I already got my, my idea. My mind is already set. My mind is already made up. And when I talk to my kids about the importance of the voting process and the importance of a lot of things that we do um, at my house, it is because so many people had to fucking fight for you to get to where you are today. How dare you? spit in those faces as if you did this on your own as if you got to this day by i don't know some 
fucking just mere luck. No, it was a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and actual tears into where we are today. And the fact that we are, I hate to use this term, but it, this is what it feels like for me. Saw it in a meme and it hit home because it was it was truly the words I was looking for. But the fact that we are yet again on the brink of what feels like a fucking civil war over the same shit from the first time is just absurd to me. It is absurd. It's like, well, then where where have we gotten? And those same people who are around, um, I don't know, 60 fucking years ago, feeling the way that they felt then, they have raised children to feel that same way. Grandchildren great-grandchildren to feel the same way and that's why we are where we are today because racism hasn't gone anywhere people always on social media chatting whatever whatever and saying like oh my god the racial climate in america right now i'm sorry please look back historically there was never a lull in the racial climate of america y'all just wasn't talking about it it always affected us like, what the fuck? In what world did y'all live in when race was not an issue? And that's across the globe. But particularly in America, race has always been an issue. Everything we do is racial in this country. You Politics is built on, like, literally, this whole country is just rooted in racism. And then the, all the other isms that go along with shit like that. None of that has changed. None of it is new. So for people to just kind of come out and come out of their faces and, oh, this is, you know, this is just like, oh, my God, it's ever since Ferguson, ever since. No, 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 no. It's just really in your face now. People, the same way y'all are not afraid to be racist, we are no longer afraid to call you on your racism. You just got to deal with it like we've dealt with it for the last, I don't know, some odd 100 years. So miss me with all of it. Like, I just. All right, well, I'm just going to put put a, a wrap this up and just say, you know what, man, fuck these people. Like, that's all I got. <laughs> it is it is simple. It is, I think what it is is that we can see the hypocrisy mm-hmm. and it, it does, it gets you so uptight and, you know, upset and, you know, uptight and upset or not uptight, but, you know, just gets you angry because it's like we're not like like what are you are you dumb right realize yes these fucking people are dumb they are (laughs) so that's why i'm on my fuck you and period you know what i'm saying like full stop like that's i i'm not debating i'm not going back and forth i see where you are and it's like just stay over leave me the fuck alone right right Um, right that's exactly right though because i'm not going to keep trying to i'm not explaining basic shit to you you know what i'm saying if you can't if you don't have the ability to decipher fact from lies and even and be able to understand that even if facts are facts you know what i'm saying and if you can't just take that and say okay well now i have the information i can move on and you know whatever then that's a problem that you need to worry about with your psychotherapist but i ain't got this fucking time you know i'm trying to keep my black ass alive how about that and work within the system that you motherfuckers created because you you feel, because deep down you're inferior. You want me to feel that way. You want me exactly. to be able to help you. So I don't, that's something you need to work out. You know, I'm just going to keep my ass six feet above. And I'm trying to live the best life possible. And, you know, and, and yeah, so, you know. So it. how crazy is it that, again, like I said, we didn't just get to the point where we've been fighting for our lives. I don't know. But how crazy is it 
to be fighting for your lives in this way now. Like, the pandemic has truly created <laughs> a, 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 a survival of the fittest, unfortunately. Like, and it shouldn't even be, like, how did it's we just, get here? It, it, we got here because... I mean, I know, it, that wasn't... It, it not, the problems were, they were Band-Aids put on problems. You know yes. how sometimes you get a cut and you put a Band-Aid on it, but the blood still seeps through? This is a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the blood still seeps through, and instead of work, like, just having a for real-ass conversation yeah. about it and say, you know what, we are acknowledging that this is a problem. Now we need to see how we're going to fix it. And what we're going to do is, well, you know, we're going to shut the fuck up and let these people who have the experience let them get their shit off. And if it's uncomfortable, then how the fuck do you think they feel? But because we don't do that here, you know, we want to just pretend like, oh, my God, how, how can you say that? You know, you're able to to live and right. grateful and you should just forget about that. that oh, like, Monte, that don't get me like, started. It, 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 on it's, the it's gratefulness, and it's like I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not the giving gratefulness. I'm not giving you, you just that, said. that energy because you don't deserve it. You and don't. I'm not explaining my humanity to you. Like that's no. what I'm on. I'm not explaining. You, you don't get what it. What the it. fuck makes you think that I owe you an explanation on my basic human rights, and you don't owe me one? Like and you want that type of schooling? That I need you to hit my cash app. Hello. <laughs> Then Moselle, Kesha, hit me all of those. Hit me all of it. Listen, let's take a breath and then okay. come right back to it. Cool. Perfect. So welcome back to the Outspoken Siblings podcast with Monte and Tony. Just a quick reminder before we go further, we want to encourage you to definitely follow us on social media at Outspoken Sibs. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Follow us, uh, you know, and keep connected with all the shenanigans we have going on or the lack of shenanigans we have going on. Um, <laughs> definitely. We uh, have a lot of individual shenanigans, just not a lot of collective shenanigans at the moment, but that's yeah, too shenanigans. But we change. definitely want to be more active on both of those accounts um, sure. in the coming weeks and days. So follow us and, you know, let's follow each other. Um, and then we can go from there. So just to get off of the election, because as of this time and likely as of airtime, we won't have a decision, or we may, who knows, but um, whatever. We're going to put that stress in the back burner for now, Amen. and let's talk about something that we both enjoy. Mm-hmm. Music. Yay! So, this week's version of the hit list, I've listened to a good amount of music within the past couple weeks, as music is just the refuge when all things are, like, falling apart. And... We didn't talk about it, or maybe we talked about it individually on our time off. I mean, collective. But we talked about it on our time off. What the hell am I Right. Off air. Yeah. We ain't talk about it to y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what movie is this with this woman's titties out like this? <laughs> I'm sorry. Turn the goddamn TV off. Anyway, what what did we listen to? Oh, that's the guy from Blade. Um, Wesley. No, so I have two. Well, I have a couple albums I listen I don't know if you listened to them yet. Some of them I think I suggested, but I don't know if you got around to them. So, I, one of the albums that came out during our time off that I really, really enjoyed. Wait, Shock- can I guess? Go ahead. Is it JoJo? We're gonna get to her. Oh, okay, wait, one more. Okay. 
I was trying to think of our last two conversations with music. Um, no, go ahead. Okay. So, I really like Taylor Swift's new album. Oh, God. Here the fuck we go. Okay. That, I definitely wasn't going. That's like... Well, I'm going to... This is the thing. I'm going <laughs> to give Taylor her flowers. Okay. Oh, I told you. I listened to the album, and I liked it, but I liked it for, like, background music. It wasn't something that I was like... Thing. Like, it's... It's like to me, I can listen to it now because it's cold. It's the fall. It, yeah, that's what it. That's what it feels like. It feels like overhead music, like something I just want to have playing yeah. while I'm around the house. You know. You know, and yeah. I, 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 you've been following the show. You know, I've I've come around. Shout out mm-hmm. to Ash for bringing me around the Taylor curve, look Taylor corner. Um, and you know, I have to tip my hat to you know my fellow Pennsylvanian and Sagittarius. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all got way too I much in camera. <laughs> um, you know, anytime you can get old white Republicans to be upset, I'm all for it. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah, I, 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 I've enjoyed this folklore situation with her, and kudos to you know to her for doing that. Speaking of white women with good music, I mean, JoJo's album, <laughs> good to know, is has been, like, my album this year. When I tell you that little Bostonian, and I apologize for the noise and for the band she's running outside of my apartment, just coming home. Um, so, hey, it's the, it's the Zoom error. It's all good. Yeah. So, that little woman put that album out in May, and I've been blasting it nonstop. I like, you have. We've always known that JoJo can sing her ass off. Yeah. But she's a grown woman now and she's out here like you know jojo's been out here fucking and um you sound so surprised well she's sucking up at somebody else's man Uh, so she's jolene now pretty much but i mean it 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 makes being the other woman sound mighty good Um, (laughs) (laughs) wait so is is jojo's album your album of the year no but it's definitely top 10 Oh, top ten, not top five. It might be top five now. Now, it depends on if you look at my my listens. But what I like about it is that, you know, she had this big issue with her record label to where she couldn't release her third album for, like, a decade. She couldn't release no music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same label that's owned by Gladys Knight's ex-husband and Aaliyah's cousin, Barry Hankerson. And that's why Tony Braxton's 2005 Libra album, yes, I'm very specific, which I think is probably the biggest one of the no, I'm let me stop. I'm not gonna lie. For me, is my favorite Tony Braxton album. Um, and it's that's why you can't find it on streaming services and you can't find it anywhere because he has it locked in the vault. That's why Leah's music is not on any streaming platforms because this man is not releasing shit. So JoJo was pretty much in like captivity music. So then I think in twenty something, um, fifteen maybe. She released an album that was, you know, it was cool, it was cute, but this is, like, she's really in her bag. And she released the album, like, re-released the album, like, three times this year, a deluxe edition and an acoustic version, and the original. And it's good shit, like, she's singing her ass off, and these songs are fun, and they're very R&B-leaning, which is clearly her ministry, and it's good shit. So, if you haven't checked out JoJo's Good to Know, I love it, you may love it, and maybe you won't, but to me, it's top, top tier. Um... (laughs) Another album that I love, and I just want to hug these two little women and bear hug them, 
is that damn Chloe and Holly. I knew it. I knew it. I agree. I really did like that album. My nieces are out here and they are just they are just doing it. And yeah. it is from their performances this year on a damn tennis court, every time yeah. they killed all year, which is crazy how they didn't, they were nominated for a VMA for like best quarantine performances and they lost, I think, to Bieber and Ariana, which Okay. <laughs> anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> and they, the album's good. Like, they're uh, uh, I, I just uh, I, I can't. Um <laughs> Well, I have been very, um, I mean, whatever, call me what you want, but I have been already in holiday um, music mode. Well, I should have found. Um, does not make me feel away at all that people are like, what? Can't we get past Thanksgiving? It's no, literally November. we can't. Yeah, I don't care. Um, there are no Thanksgiving songs. So that's what I'm saying. Like people I don't see excuse me. I don't feel the type of way about Christmas music. Or really even like about ads or anything. Now to me if you start like I started seeing like Black Friday ads on like Mischief Night and I'm like, okay, y'all could have waited two days. Well, that's because a lot of stores are doing the full month of November for well, yeah. Our, um I'm saying, yeah, like but to me if it's um, you know, October twenty third and I'm saying a Christmas commercial, I'm like, well, pump your brakes. But Christmas music, as soon as the clock strike midnight on um eleven one, it's you know Mariah Carey levitating. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna disclose when I started. It was definitely a little bit before. <laughs> okay, you're ridiculous. But I listen. Okay, I'm, I have I have to justify this because I I am. Christmas music makes me very happy. Yeah. It just makes me happy. There's something about like it triggers me in a very positive way. We so some days, triggers. huh? I said we love positive triggers. Exactly, cause shit. Huh. Anyway, so it's very important to me. As I mean, obviously, if you're here, you're probably a music lover, so you know you'll probably appreciate that. This, is, you know, if you haven't tried. Christmas music, holiday music, whatever's your preference, um, in like fucking July on a bad day, try it. It's not, you're not looking to create a scene. Like you're not looking for a white snow on the ground. You're not looking for jingle bells or anything like like that. We putting the music on, maybe even putting it in your ear, um, like on the headphones and just close your eyes and imagine being in a happy place. Like Christmas is typically, or that time of year is typically just, just, you know, full of like a wonderland. It's just a fun time. It feels good. Um, you know, for some of us, not always the family portion, but for some of us, it's a really happy time. It's a really, you know, it's, it maybe it's the only time of year you get to see your family, whatever the case may be. It just brings good memories for me. It brings good feels for me. Very, very good energy, good vibes. So, um, sometimes I'm not even having a bad day. I'm just having, I'm, it's just, it can just be a normal feels day, a regular day. And I'm like, you know what? I want to pump up the energy. And that's when I'll go into Christmas music. And I just feel so productive. I feel happy. I feel like I can do anything when I'm listening to Christmas music, particularly when I add 
Michael Bublé's Christmas album. Let Fuck me what you heard. That's that. That is that album. <laughs> Mariah is the undisputed queen of Christmas. That we're really? not there. No debate. Mariah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, I understand that. But but Michael yeah. Bublé that Christmas album. Yeah. Did yeah. all. Hands down. Hands down. I don't really care. I mean, he has a few regular songs and stuff that he puts out that I that I've liked over the years. But his Christmas album, yeah. Oh, it does. His it for version me every of time. "If You Please Come Home." Yes. 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 Like, it's yes. rap. Like I, I need. Yes. Like, I'm I telling you. Do yourself a favor. Fucking turn it on and just get yourself a little life because it's so good. So yeah, that's what I've been listening well, I mean, to. We're gonna have to make a Christmas. A holiday. Um, yes. No. And by the way, while we're talking about, check out our playlist. They're on Tidal, Spotify, and Apple Music. Um, you know, and they have some of our favorite songs. The latest one is Shift. And, I mean, they're just some, I put on there some of my favorite slow jams when I was bored one night. But we want to give you more playlists. So definitely check them out. So a holiday um, coming. Yeah, I also have a new one called Black Yogi. Okay. Um. So... It's sort of, you know, it's it's calming. It may be a few of your faves and a few that you don't know. Um, has a little jazz, a little meditative music, but it's uh, about an hour long. So it was made for the length of your typical yoga class. Um, and I like to just have it on repeat because it's just very soothing, very calm. And you don't necessarily have to be active to do anything. I also like to listen to it when I'm reading. Um, but yeah, check that out. Black yogi it's actually blk yogi well we'll definitely get that on the spotify and the um apple music and everything so by the time this airs it'll be there so we'll yeah. definitely have that ready for all of you guys to listen to and we'll even put it um well yeah you'll you'll have access to it let me just right <laughs> um another album that i've been listening to and this one's actually pretty new um sam smith put out mm-hmm. his album. Mm-hmm. This album was supposed to come out in May, but the pandemic pushed it back, and I guess Sam just said, hey, why not put it out in November? Very random. But <laughs> Sam, I didn't really care for his second album like I did his first. But this album here, it yeah. good. Like, it's up-tempo. It, you know, it's fun, clubby in a way. Um, very glow-sticky sometimes, but not in a bad way. Um, it's it's glow-sticky, but you can hear it like more Studio 54 than yeah. it would be like a normal you know, a club, I don't know, club something. But, I think that's where he is now, though. I think that's just where his life is now. Like, I really think when we met him, he was in a dark place. And that's just where his, you know, his music really shed a lot of that light, that darkness, um, however. But I think he's in a better place. And I think that he's just more happy or more confident in, mm-hmm. Who he you is. know, and who he is in his personal life and as an artist. And I think it's reflecting in his music, which, I mean, I think maybe we're getting the real him now. Yeah. Um, you know, so. so. He's known for his ballads, but they're, very, uh, they're spurs in between, but they're perfect because after you're, you know, you know, with your little drink in your hand and dancing around, and it's like, okay, we can slow down, but then the ballads, they make you stop. I'm like, oh, damn, you're like, you are singing. Uh, yeah. That pain, that heartbreak, it's, I'm feeling it. It's it's getting me, and I'm not even heartbroken. Um, <laughs> but it's good stuff, and I really enjoyed this album. Like Sam, you did what you needed to do. Who else? Yeah. Are you? And 
another person I've listened to this year more than I ever have, and I blame Spotify for this because I feel like as if she was forced on me musically. Can I guess? Go ahead. Tiana Taylor. Yes. Uh huh. Because let me tell you, they made sure after I listened to my preferred album that they were going to put her song up next. And then Tyler I does that too. I listened to this album called the album that she put out and it was it's very long and it's it's a lot it'd probably be better if it was more like 10 songs than 23 but whatever um but i enjoyed it i didn't care for tiana taylor the singer um for a while i did think that um she had out before this it could have been better and i thought she really got screwed by kunye um and his shit but this it seemed like she really was like you only gave me seven songs before i'm going to triple that and I'm going yeah. to do what I need to do. And I, I that Wake Up Love song with her husband, I told you that's my shit. Yeah. Um, no, I do like that song. I, I had already listened to it when you suggested it to me. Mm-hmm. And I had, um, you know, I had my picks on there that I liked. Yeah. But you're right. I actually didn't hate the other album that she put out um, right before this. It, I didn't hate it, but, it, you know, it wasn't something that I had on you know, rotation it wasn't like that, but for me to really get to the meat of it, it was like, okay, now I'm getting into it, it's over. What? And then the song right. sounded undone. Yeah. It, it's like, let this girl do what she wants. Like, she just she wants to be kids, they want to sample. Now they want to yeah. sample 90s music. Let them let her sample. And that's what she did. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I love her. I love Tiana Taylor, the person. I love Tiana and Iman, the couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so this really, again, gave us a glimpse into her, um, into her love life, into her family life, into who she is growing into. Because I also think that I think she was not a mom when she brought up the um, previous album or like maybe was just going into motherhood. And I think that she's just kind of grown into her womanhood and into um, who she's looking to be. Yeah. And I think we're seeing it. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm happy about what she's, you know, what she's putting out. Cause I really do enjoy her, the human. Um, and I do agree with you. Like sometimes I'll listen to, I'll be like, Oh no girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I can't, you know, but yeah, I did. I, I have a few songs on this album, on this new album that I do like. I knew you were going to say that. Cause I know that wake up love and the jam. <laughs> oh, look, let me tell you, I it got to put, I'm like, am I really blasting? Yeah. Song? But it's, it, it's, when they say it, when they say it's a vibe, it's just yes. so, it's my ministry. It's not too loud. It's smooth, and then her tone on the song just gives me all the things I need. Yeah, I can sing it in my register. Um, <laughs> but he actually sounds good. I mean, I don't understand half the shit he's saying, but he actually does sound good. And yeah, I I'm let's I'm see here back in the day it. when he used to play for the Knicks, and he released like a mixtape, and it was probably like 2010, 2009 ish. And I remember it was like, why are you trying to rant? <laughs> um, but with time, like, this is a good, you know, this is his wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you got to play to your strengths. And he fits, his voice is perfect on the song. Yeah, it does. It just makes sense. And that's what I'm, look, that, make it make sense. And they Exactly. Did, so. Exactly. You know, I agree. Deanna the Taylor. And congrats on your new baby. So those are some of our favorite uh, 
some of our top picks, and there's more. Trust me, we'd be here all day. For real. But some of the things we were listening to just to keep, you know, keep us afloat. So yeah. if you have any albums or songs or artists that you've been listening to, especially during this uh, time of this year, which has been, we've had a lot of time on our hands. Um, we definitely want to hear about them. So, you know, let us know. Leave us comments on our Instagram at Outspoken Sibs or on Twitter using the hashtag uh, Outspoken Sibs or SibsPod. Either one, you know, we'll be able to find you and we can discuss. So, so if all hearts and minds are clear. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace the hell out. And fuck them. Uh, it's all- <laughs> fuck it.